1: I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this Melting Pot and enjoy the chats. Welcome to another weekly Melting Pot episode. Today I'm in conversation with... Bryce and brace yourself. I'm going to try and say it absolutely correctly. Bryce's last name is Digitaire. He's the general manager of Su and I can see him nodding his head, which means I got it at least close enough.
2: <laughs> it is. So
1: oh, whew, I'm relieved. So Bisu is a French startup which is based in Singapore. And I know that Bryce, from whatever I've read up about him, is very, very deeply connected with sustainability. And he did something quite amazing in, in Thailand, in Bangkok, when he lived there. And I'm not going to say more because I'd like uh, Bryce to talk to us about his journey. So thank you so much for being a part of Melting Pot, Bryce.
2: <laughs> My pleasure.
1: A little background on you before we actually start talking about Bissu. Are you from, you're, you're clearly French. And so when did you actually move to Asia? And what brought you to Asia?
2: Yeah, so I um, basically, I, I did all my uh, my studies in, in France. I stayed there until I was um 22, I finished my master's degree there. I studied um, math and, and finance. I uh, uh, I traveled uh, a bit in uh, South America. And at the time, I wanted to basically... So I traveled because basically with my finance degree, I was willing to to find uh, a job that I liked. Uh, but everything I had available was working in a bank or for an insurance, which... I didn't really want to. And, and so when I, I started to apply for some um, uh, business schools, when I was in South America, I just did several, um, several interviews for some, uh, some business school and I got accepted to one in Singapore. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, 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 I finished uh, traveling with my backpack and two weeks after I was in, uh, I was in Singapore.
1: So what, which business school were you at? SMU or? Uh,
2: it was uh, ESSEC. So ESSEC oh, is uh, yeah. yes.
1: yeah, yes. yeah.
2: a French yeah. business, right. business school, pretty, pretty known in Europe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they
2: have a campus here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of that. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. So then <laughs> after you, you finished, yeah. did you work in Singapore or you went to Thailand and what took you to Thailand?
2: Yeah, so, I, so I did my uh, my degree in Singapore and right after I, I moved to Thailand. So I had an opportunity to to set up a business there in, um, in, in, in what I liked. So when I was doing my, um, so I was a sort of MBA basically that I did here in, in one year. And um, I had a project with uh, UFR, uh, so the European Football Association. Yeah, And through this, I, I met several people working in football industry and, uh, and, and, and one of them had a business here to link companies and European football clubs. So basically helping European football clubs to find sponsors in Asia because a lot of Asian companies are actually sponsoring football clubs in Europe.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And, um, and so we decided to, uh, to, to work together and I was in charge of, of Thai companies, basically being based in Bangkok. So this is how I this moved is, okay. there.
1: Okay, <laughs> and how, how many years did you spend there? Four years. Four years, okay. And in those four years, other than work, you were also very involved in another project which had something to do with plastic and how, you know, eradicating plastic from our lives is so important for sustainability and preserving the environment. So how did you actually get into that?
2: Well, it's... It was basically so I I moved to Bangkok in 2015 and in to the end of 2016 the king in Thailand died and so basically the 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 country completely stopped. Yeah, uh, it's not so, it's something that is not very common in, in in many countries, but literally everything stopped. And in terms of marketing, there was no marketing at all. Like we couldn't really advertise a, a, a brand it wasn't uh, it wasn't seen very well yeah. and and so because basically the
1: entire we... country was in mourning
2: exactly exactly oh, yeah. so we lost basically our clients and our suppliers so we lost our client because they they didn't basically want to spend any any money in advertising and we lost our client because they knew that uh, and we lost our suppliers, the, the football clubs, because they knew that they, the, like, there will be no money, and so we lost everything. And basically, at the time, I started to learn more about waste management because clearly, being, you know, being in Thailand, you see all this, all this waste around. We are based in in Singapore now, both of us, and we don't see much. Yeah. you know waste yeah. industry we don't see much plastic. Um, over there it's really appealing and you, you you see it everywhere and so then you start to to learn about how it is managed. It's basically what happened afterwards with all these waste that we are using on a daily basis and all these ways that we see, industry clearly you know you know that it's like you don't really know the answer but you know that it's not good and and basically I spent I spent a a day researching on that and then a week and then a month and and I realized more and more things I realized there were tons of things that I thought were well managed and actually it wasn't and basically at that time I realized that the company that I had uh, the business that I had in, in, in football was very good to me. It was like a dream job that I had. It's something that I, I really craved for uh, for many years, but it wasn't really helping the community. So, my goal was to basically my next business. I knew that it would be in sustainability, I knew it would be to help the environment. And at the time, I had not much. Knowledge, really, I would say, or credibility to, to start anything, or even really an idea to start. And so, my goal was to make projects, sustainability projects in companies to learn experience, um, to um, where I get more knowledge as well before starting my, uh, by my own business. That three is three years later, sorry, I, I set up, which is um, which is the one I have now. Bisso. Bisso yeah
1: okay so yeah now let's talk about biz sue so what i mean biz i'm assuming is business oh sustainability right (laughs) exactly okay okay i get it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so take us through biz sue i understand that you have three main focuses or is it four main focuses
2: so, yeah, bis, so bisnu, BISU means where business meets sustainability. Yeah. And and the goal is really to show companies that we need to mix environmental aspect and financial aspect in, in both ways at, at the same level, basically. It's not one way or another. It's both together. If you do not work enough in sustainability, um, where Basically, it might not be good over the long term financially. And if you do not work over the the financial, well, this (laughs) might be harder over the the short term. Basically, laying both of them help you over the short term and the long term. And if you think that sustainability is... Is like something that money that you that you spend for nothing. Where the chance how that just your business in a few years might just go away because just uh, it happened in the past so many times. Digital era just to just to start with this because it was relatively close. If you didn't, if you didn't, if your business digitalized enough, where where basically you you might not exist anymore, and you know a lot of business failed because of this. And sustainability is the next one. And so basically, our goal is to help companies into what, what I, I find relevant, what I know, what I, what I like myself, which is in terms of plastic, in terms of food as well. So the goal is to provide better source of food to, uh, to people to, to, uh, to be healthier. And is also to um, protect our building, uh, to work on building, to make them basically less energy consuming. And what we do is we collect product and solution from companies that do not exist in Singapore, from, uh, uh, from uh, usually social enterprise that are in the region. And, uh, and basically we will develop the, the market, uh, we'll develop the business for them in Singapore and will supply their their solutions to uh, to companies here.
1: Okay. Can you name a couple of interesting stories in terms of, yes. you know, companies from within the region who have taken up this challenge and yes. you know have aligned themselves with you. So Yes. Just a couple of just so that the listeners get, you know, an idea, a more yeah. concrete idea of yes. what it is.
2: Yes, so for example in terms of in term of plastic there was um so back in Thailand a lady she so she was uh, she, she moved to Thailand with her family and she had two kids there and they got they got separated with uh with her husband and basically she was alone with two kids without much experience she couldn't speak the language and and so she decided to where well, she had to find a job, but she wanted to find something meaningful for her kids. She wanted to find something with a purpose. And she decided to create solutions to the big plastic issue that there was in Thailand. And it's, it's still, it's still yes. a need yeah. now. know. Yeah. And so she decided to create a bottle of water that will be compostable. The bottle itself will be compostable. And without you using any source of plastic, it would be also healthier to drink. Because we now know that in one liter of water, we can find until 10,000 pieces of microplastics, right? We know that we eat five gram of our plastic per week, five gram, right? R- which is the equivalent of a credit card. And, and so basically she, she decided to, to create this company selling, selling these bottles to retailers and, and to uh, hotels. And so we help her to distribute our bottles in Singapore. Okay. Yeah. Um, another another solution that, that we have, that I, I find it fascinating as well. It's a solution for Aircon. But we all have Aircon at our place. And overall, 30%, so in Singapore, 30% of CO2 emissions are coming only from air. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Almost a third of everything. It's yeah. way more than transportation. It's way more than uh, than agriculture. So, you know, even eating beef and stuff is not as simple as using aircon. So, I'm, and- I'm guilty of
1: that as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we can all be basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, we have a solution helping us to reduce by up to fifty percent our aircon consumption. And so basically, this is a natural solution. So the life, uh, the lifespan of the the lifespan of, of the product is unlimited in the sense that the product will stay way more on the planet than us. And. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and 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 he helps. It he helps companies as well in the sense that companies pay us according to the saving that they make. So if you save tomorrow thirty percent, if we see that you can save thirty percent thanks to this, you pay us back fifteen, and fifteen percent is is your own benefit every day. So it means that you start saving money right yeah. from the first day. You start saving energy and so at the same time you can also communicate on the fact that yeah you are doing good for the environment and so your brand image is is improved as well so there is it's basically a a no-brainer it's um for for companies it's literally amazing and for individuals it it, it works as well Uh, now we are focusing more on on companies for this because bsu it's also um (laughs) Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to
0: bombas.com slash acast and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash acast, code ACAST.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, and the way the the way we, 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 we are B2B actually, it's because in my past experience with with big companies and Thailand it, is that basically I have seen that people are not powerful enough as a group to really have a certain weight on the environment, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? right. Government always take some time before moving on. Any any government, they always need several years before applying the laws. So, in uh, for what we what we see in France, is around four to five years. So we know there is a gap, we know there is a lag, right? And companies are the most powerful actors on the market. They have the money, uh, they have the power to act and it's in their own interest, actually, um, to move on. Because again, if you don't do it, tomorrow you might not be there or you might just be in trouble.
1: Yeah.
2: And and we see a lot of companies, uh, right? Um, uh, who like that understood it uh, pretty well. We see now Toto, for example, or BP, right? in the, in the oil and gas industry, they understood this pretty well. And they decided to change their name and they decided to change their whole strategy for the next 30 years, right? Yeah. They plan 30 years ahead and they know that they have to be, they have to be way more sustainable. And, and basically our goal was to target companies because this is where we, we can really make an impact on our community. That's by uh, targeting companies.
1: So basically what you're saying is that it's important to spread the awareness, mm-hmm. uh, build a community and mm-hmm. to start with a B2B kind of approach, you know, and then that filters to people in general. So that's really the the whole Outlook of what you are trying to do. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe. With me, Kyle, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot.
2: You know what I have uh, what I have seen in the, in the past is I was working for a big retail company in um, in Thailand. They are literally everywhere. And we decided to stop plastic bags for the whole group, right? And, uh, and after a long uh, discussion internally, we realized that there was a financial interest for the company to move on. And so we implemented a, uh, a new policy where in 500 stores, there will be no plastic bag given away.
1: So 500 stores across the globe.
2: In across the country, across Thailand,
1: across. So there were f- there five hundred of this company's stores in Thailand. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had way more than this, but it okay. was. It, uh, so it was, it was
1: like a project to to experiment with just five hundred out of
2: the. Yeah. O- oh. Only you know, not not much. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was already a, a, a big a big thing. And basically all the media across the country talked about it. And what we have seen was fabulous in the sense that we initiated the campaign on a Friday and on a Monday, on the next Monday, um, the main competitor followed the same trend. On Tuesday, another one. On Wednesday, another one. On Thursday, another one. And in a week, the whole retail industry changed, which means basically it changed the whole country. Wow. right wow and yeah and a month after the government passed a law to ban plastic bag in the country just a month after so what it means is that once you we all look at each other all companies look at each other we all know what's going on as soon as a company start to move on yeah others have to follow and then you have this domino effect right
0: yep. Yeah.
2: It's the first one pushing the second one and and then it it just goes on and on.
1: Yeah.
2: And this is exactly what we are seeing, and this is exactly what's what 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 happens in the world overall. It's every every action that we take. Yeah, yeah. Every step that a company can make has an impact not only on our own business, but on the whole community, on our whole stakeholders. And this is, and this is fabulous. And this is also why we are uh, the, the goal is to, is to work with companies because this is amazing actually it's what we call the, the will of change as well It's basically you change an aspect that we have an impact on another one and 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 this is like it's a circle uh, yeah, that's I it's al- 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 yeah. itself right yeah yeah and, and this is this is basically our objective this is this is why we exist
1: i've noticed that you are you've now got a tie up with uh, lazada in singapore so yeah. um it's it's a lot there's um, clearly e-commerce right is Mm -hmm. is what the direction is and so you are encouraging smaller companies who are who are working towards sustainability and who have brought about change you're trying to have a footprint of these companies in Singapore right
2: well basically we we actually we mostly work with big companies so we work now with Shangri-La we work with KPL, for example which is pretty known in, in Singapore no but um, the
1: companies that I mean so so you work with big companies when it comes to infrastructure right or is yeah. it is it no, what I'm trying to say is that the yes. companies are, like you mentioned the lady in Thailand who's now yes. you know the bottles that she's made yes. right yes. so there's no plastic so these are being supplied
2: to yes right so that's that's another part of the of the business as well is that basically by focusing on actually companies we got requests from individuals and so basically we uh, we are some decided to make our product available online, online. and uh, on, on, on different e-commerce platform to um, also for people to, to take advantage of, of what we are doing.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so- basically it's going to it's not, uh, I mean, it is, yeah, your main focus is big companies, but it's also filtering now to individuals. And in that sense, a community is being built, you know, for, for the individuals as well to be. So do you think there is enough awareness? And do you think people have You know, there is this, people are now getting more conscious from when you started to now with your experience, like what what is your feedback?
2: So clearly, is there enough awareness uh, where no, because just because sustainability is very complex and even even professional to not have enough awareness actually and, and you know you and we just say it all the time it's uh, it, because it's so broad that a lot of people um don't know enough i mean we all not know enough and nobody can really claim to be an expert at this uh, you are an expert once the. Uh, once the problem is solved, I think it's uh, Dan Ayeli who, who uh, no, it's uh, Simon Sinek explaining this is that you can claim yourself an expert once a problem is solved, but climate change, we didn't solve this problem. So nobody can claim to be an expert at it. Yeah. Um, we are all students of it. We are all learning constantly about it. So clearly, is there enough awareness? No. And is it improving? Yes, clearly that's okay. like just over the last two years it changed a lot um even just with the pandemic just you know I was, people
1: actually, to realize... I, I was going to ask I was going to yeah. ask if you know the pandemic and what what kind of a response you've had from it Are more are people becoming more you know careful are they becoming are they seeing things differently now
2: no, no, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, it's a, a statistics that I that I like is that it was mid of uh, mid of two thousand twenty. Is uh, uh, three quarters of Americans, seventy five percent of Americans, feel that they need to do more for the environment once the pandemic happened. Wow. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's huge. That is. <laughs> that's yeah, drastic.
1: That is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And where you know you, of course the u s is the biggest polluter of the planet, but clearly we will see the same type of trend in in many other countries in all the o c d countries i I reckon it would be the same, and we see in Asia, for example, uh way more people stopping meat and eating plant based meat, for example you know it's really it's really booming right now and uh, in in this linked to the pandemic yeah um, it, it, it really changed it really changed a lot we see or saw people being way more careful about plastic where well, it, it was the case already before that but i would say it's even even stronger now and it's it's uh it's mostly i would say about about food for this yeah for this it changed a lot like where is my food coming from is it coming from the other side of the world, or is it more like local? What type of food it is? Is it linked to deforestation or not? Right, because clearly nobody wants to have another COVID later, on. and and, and we know that this this could have could have. I mean, it could be linked in a way or another. So so clearly this has had a big impact on people and actually another, another thing of this is now we we see also more in terms of in terms of our fashion for example you know where is my um, where is my uh, my 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 jeans where are my jeans made you know uh, we know that jeans it's one of the most pure, polluting yeah. clothes that, yeah. that, that we can yeah. wear right so i will basically cross the club 1.5 times before arriving to us right and without talking about all the the chemicals and stuff that i use and uh and and so we we see it as well in just in consumption overall people are more careful and they are more into they are not really consumers i would say they are more into consume actors you know they want to act in the way they uh they they consume and i believe that this it's a trend that it's only starting and this is also why companies need to need to need to comply with this because people are getting more and more strict about what they want they are getting more and more aware of what's happening and uh, and so they want to act more and more in a much more significant way
1: yeah and in a more responsible way
2: in in a way more responsible way exactly That's that's a that's a trend that it's that I believe is 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 really starting now. And in the next five to ten years, it will be very different from where we are today.
1: Wow. It's heartening to see how you know BISU is also striving and making waves and trying to get ahead with things. And I really am mindful of time. I know you have an appointment. So I'm going to say that I really enjoyed this sort of listening to you, Bryce, because yeah, I think it's, it's very important that there is everyone needs to play a part and in in a small way, I guess I'm playing a part as well through Melting Pot to get your message out there to, you know, the listeners from all over the world who will probably pick up, not probably, will definitely pick up <laughs> from what you have to say. And I think you're absolutely right. We all need to uh, be responsible for the environment and if we can do it individually as well you know for you you're kind of working on a very different scale but it's also reaching out to individuals and I think we all have a part to play in it and you you're playing absolutely phenomenal part (laughs) in, in you know taking strides towards a better world a better planet and I think it's it's wonderful. So, thank you so much, Bryce. Um, I'm pretty really grateful for this chat. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you know, a good chat between two people happen only with two good people, I will say. And I needed to have great questions from uh, from you to 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 bring the best answers that I could. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, I
1: think you're, I mean, you I don't think you needed good questions. I think you're <laughs> passionate about what you're doing. So it's the passion that comes through. So <laughs> thank you once again, Bryce. Lovely talking to you.
2: Thank you. See you later.
1: See you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at PodcastMeltingPot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50